Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. I'm a self-love and empowerment coach, and I'm on a mission to empower and inspire women to love and lead. I'm on a mission to support the woman who reminds me of myself not long ago. Um, And today, we're going to be talking about uh, when you're feeling like there's never enough time and you feel like you have a lot on your plate and you're stressed the fuck out and it just feels like a lot, like there's no room for error, that everything has to be a certain way. Um, I've been there. I just want to say, first off, I've been there where it feels like everything feels super important and everything feels like there's never enough time and it's kind of this, you know, first I want to say it's mindset. It's a mindset of scarcity to believe that there's not enough time. But I know that can also feel kind of insulting when you're like, yeah, but there isn't. I have this on my plate, and I have this on my plate, and I have this on my plate, and I have this on my plate. And I just want to let you know, um, I see you, and I see your strength, and I see your grit, and I see your commitment, and I know you're a hard worker. Even if sometimes you don't feel that way, I know you are. Um, and I want to talk about kind of where this stemmed from for me, and then this can be, you could just see how this resonates with you, okay? So for me, it came down to a major trust issue, and let me explain. I didn't trust that it was safe to relax. I was the woman that would say, you know, you can sleep with when you're dead. Like, I was always saying yes to everyone and saying no to myself, my self-care, like was put in the back burner because everything else seemed like more of a priority than myself. Um, And somewhere along the line, I had adapted the belief that it's not safe to relax. And this is a control issue, you know? So when we feel like it's not safe to relax, and if we feel like there's certain things that are out of our control, then we start controlling our schedule. We start controlling our time. We start controlling everything else. And this whole idea of being a busybody, of like, I'm just so busy, I can't even think, is oftentimes to avoid feeling certain emotions that we want, that we don't want to feel, that are scary to feel. And I want you to know this is not conscious. This is a subconscious response. This is the ego at work trying to keep you safe by putting more on your plate so you don't have to feel scary things. And at the same time, it's also the subconscious mind that has a belief of like, I'm not doing good enough. I'm not enough. So I need to do more. I need to do more. I need to perform. I need to achieve. I need to do more. Like this achiever, high achievement, like mentality, um, it's, we want to be able to control everything. And the remedy and what a lot of this comes down to is learning how to trust learning how to sink into the feminine energy of receiving and receptivity, you know, and maybe as a child, there was times that it wasn't safe to relax and you had to be on your guard to protect yourself and to keep yourself safe. And so you never had like the opportunity to fully like relax and to feel safe. And so this is the reparenting process for you as a, as an adult of reparenting yourself of like, I'm safe to relax it's safe to relax. I remember for a long time, I was even saying it's smart to relax. You know, this idea of like, don't do something dumb, be smart, you know, don't be ignorant. Like these very critical voices within my own mind and within my own psyche that was running me, you know, it was running the show. It was my operating system. And so 
I couldn't relax even when I did have a block of open time because I was on the hamster wheel of feeling like what's next, what's next, what's next. And it's almost like to protect ourselves from slowing down because what happens when we slow down? We actually have to feel all the shit we've been avoiding feeling. And so it is a trauma response to stay busy. So for the woman who's been stressed out and never has any time, this is a trust issue. You get to learn to trust. You know, This is you creating something that you can control to avoid feeling out of control. And we get to cultivate the trust muscle. That's what this comes down to. And for some of you, this might not resonate at all, but I know for some of you, this totally resonates. And a lot of this stems from and, and boils down to the belief system of I'm not an, I'm not good enough unless I'm achieving and doing something. You know, if you had parents growing up that they're like, come on, do something. You know, like if you're just sitting there relaxing that they kind of made you feel bad for it or they were always busy themselves. So what you saw modeled to you was someone who was always busy and being a busybody. If you don't feel stressed out, then whatever. But if you're feeling stressed out and it is like really putting a damper on like your relationships and on your joy and on your sense of purpose, you know, because you're like always waiting for what's next. You know, I had a client literally tell me today, which is what inspired this whole episode. You know, she told me, she's like, I think if I could just get through school, then I'll feel better and I'll be able to relax. I think once I just get these two clients, then I'll be able to relax. And so it's placing our joy and happiness on an external condition of I'll be happy when I'll let myself relax when I'll find peace when, and when we do that, it kind of is that whole carrot on a stick thing, you know, where we're like chasing after it, chasing after it, but we never actually are able to get it. Um, because it's like a matrix, you know, it's a, it's a perceived world of I'll be happy when, but the thing is, if we've decided and created that agreement with ourselves, then it stays that, for example, you arrive and then there's a new condition. I'll be happy when, and so this is the, the cycle that, that we, we get to break. We don't have to break it because you can still continue on, but we get to make a change. And the remedy for this is learning how to give yourself permission to relax in the moment and trust that you are loved and you are supported and you are guided. And it's your number one priority for you to feel calm and for you to feel good and for you to feel at peace. It's your number one priority because then everything else is supported. If you feel like, well, no, I have a family, I have a job, I have a business, I have this, I have that, I have all this stuff. And if there's a part of your ego that's starting to flare up and be like, you don't even know, you're right, I don't know. But what I do know is that you deserve to feel at peace. And what I do know is it requires a level of self-trust in order to feel safe enough to relax. And this is where the inner wise woman within you gets to calm and love and support and guide the inner child that doesn't feel safe, that wants to stay busy, that wants to make things go by faster, that feels stressed the fuck out, okay? And so what can we do? This is tapping into our feminine energy of feeling safe to receive, of feeling safe to be without doing something and starting to detach our self-worth from the amount of things we can do. 
And so the very first thing is every time um, you think about things you need to do, I want you to start to ask yourself, who do I get to be while I do this? Who do I want to be? So when you're like, okay, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. And then I instantly want you to think, okay, I I know what I need to do. Now, who do I want to be? And think of a couple words like, okay, I want to be confident. I want to be focused. I want to be relaxed. I want to be calm. I want to be joyful. I want to be optimistic. I want to be, um, you know, and so you set your intentions of who you want to be each time you think about the thing that you want to do. Okay. So that's the first tip. Um, the second tip is being in the receptive mode. And this is a lot of your feminine energy of being willing to receive, being open to receiving, and knowing you are worthy of receiving. And so one of the easiest ways you can start to do this is noticing when people give you compliments. And when someone goes to give you a compliment, your only job is to smile, relax, and say thank you. I was talking with one of my clients and she was saying, she's like, I noticed I kind of brush off the compliment and skim over it because she gets compliments a lot on her physical body and she's very in shape and very strong. And there's a part of her that felt like it was wrong to do that, to give compliments on a body. So she wouldn't really accept that compliment because she was worried that she was going to have to give it back. And she didn't want to say something she didn't believe was true. You feel me? So you get to receive without worrying about how you can give something back and just allow that person the gift of giving. If you're listening to my podcast, you're probably a very giving, loving human. You know, I I tend to attract a lot of the people that like to focus out and give, but have a harder time receiving. And I mean, that's because that was me, right? I attract a lot of people into my space that struggle with a lot of the same things I used to struggle with. And I didn't even know it was a problem. I just was seeking peace. I was seeking healthy relationship. I was seeking, and what I started to find was self-love and starting to find like some of this mindfulness stuff. And so I want you to be open to receiving. And maybe that starts with an affirmation in the morning. Maybe you open your journal and say, universe, I am open to receiving in all shapes and all forms. And noticing when someone gives you a compliment, relaxing your body, looking them in the eye, saying, wow, thank you letting yourself receive it. And if a part of you doesn't believe it's true, don't rob them of the gift of giving by telling them no, no, because for them in their reality, it is true for them. So let yourself receive it and let it be a self-love practice by being able to receive that compliment um, and be present for it versus skipping over it and brushing it off the, you know, brushing it under the rug. So the first thing is creating a to-do list and a to-be list being aware of who you want to be while you do these things. The third or the second thing is getting into the receptive mode by accepting compliments. Um, And, you know, the third thing is noticing how you spend the first hour of your day. Because if your day is crazy and you have a lot on your plate and you're feeling stressed out, if you're constantly telling yourself, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time, then you're right. That's going to be your reality. You're always going to feel like you're in a deficit for the day, but it doesn't have to be that way. You can choose to let it stay that way, but it doesn't have to be that way. How you spend the first hour of your day seriously affects the rest of your day. So I encourage you the first hour of the day not to use your phone so the alarm goes off. You know, you wake up, drink a big cup of 
water and then make yourself some coffee. And I encourage you to do something that creates a sense of mindfulness and connecting to an intention for the day. Maybe you go for a walk. Maybe you open your journal. Maybe you listen to a meditation. Obviously, journaling and meditation are like the biggest tools for me and my self-love toolbox that change the game. Like I feel so crunchy if I don't journal or meditate in the morning. So now I, I like fiend for it. I'm like, oh my God, I need my fucking journal. I want to sit down and center myself because I can feel my thoughts being all over the place and I need to let them out on the paper and I need to set my intentions of like, all right, Kels, what's going on? How are you? What's on your plate today? Who do you want to be today? Right? What are things that are coming up? Like, what's the thoughts? If there's any worries coming up, like, okay, what am I learning through this? And like redirecting my my point of focus back to trusting the process and trusting that everything is happening for me. It's not happening to me. I am safe. I am supported. I am guided, you know, and really feeling into that sense of support that is all around me. Because if I start to remember and remind myself, like I am loved, I am safe, I am supported, then I start to get more evidence of that. And so the first hour of the day, having some type of mindfulness practice and maybe you're trying things out to figure out what works best for you and that's great just don't look at your phone the first hour of the day that's my only like thing is don't look at your phone maybe you turn your alarm off but do your best because if you start scrolling then you're letting the world tell you what to focus on you're not letting yourself choose what you want to focus on and like even if it's just setting the intention like my intention today is and whatever comes to you So that first hour of the day is really important. And even a question um, is, you know, my intention today is, and also um, a way I can make myself proud today is, like set yourself up for success by asking yourself, what would make me proud of myself today? What would make me proud of myself today? And make sure that it's something that's actually achievable. So feeling proud of yourself is within your wheelhouse, you know? And this is where we get to practice the self-love of being kind to ourselves and noticing the inner critic, being able to observe our own thoughts versus being so stuck and tied into them. So those are three suggestions on how to change the dynamic of time scarcity. Because anytime you are in a thought process of there's not enough time, there's not enough time, there's not enough time, you have fallen into the trap of time scarcity. And it just simply isn't true. There is enough time for everything that needs to get done. There might not be enough time for everything you think should get done in one day if you're trying to be superwoman or maybe you've put too much on your plate. And so you get to trust the process and asking yourself what needs to be removed. And maybe it's, you're like, nothing can be removed. It's like, okay, well then who do I want to be while I show up for these things? If you can't change the things that you're doing, then you need to change the way that you're being. Because that is something that is in, in your control, right? And then you get to look at, you know, what am I avoiding feeling? You know, that question is so powerful. What am I avoiding feeling by staying so busy. And, you know, for some people that I've worked with, there was a trauma response of growing up in a very chaotic household where it wasn't safe to relax because if you relax, it meant you can get hurt and something bad could happen. And so the mind created an association that feeling relaxed isn't safe. And so that's why this, the affirmation of like, it's safe to relax. It's safe to be present. 
it's safe to be here right now is so important. Creating that internal sense of safety within yourself and within your conscious and subconscious mind is so important. And for me, a big way I've been able to do that is through journaling and through meditation of creating a sense of safety of being with my thoughts versus anxiety or whatever. And if it does come up, looking at it and sitting with it and breathing through it, breathing through it and letting it come up and come out and knowing like I am safe. It is safe right here. I'm safe right now and being able to cultivate safety. So then I can be able to say yes or say no to things. And I am able to see my self-worth aside from the things that I do because your worth is not derived from how much shit you can get done. That is like a construct that was built in our Western society in the USA of being very career driven and productivity driven. And so I think as a culture, we have a very hard time with relaxing and taking it easy because there's a lot of shame around it of like, oh, being a lazy person or not being a go-getter. And so these are all these are all belief systems and constructs, you know, so start to notice what am I agreeing to? What are some of the beliefs that I've agreed to? Like, am I believing that I'm only worthy if I'm super busy? Am I wearing my busyness and me being stressed out like a badge of honor? You know, do I even remember the last time I felt at peace? You know, so just checking in with yourself of wherever you're at and letting it be okay and giving yourself love of like, what can I choose now? You know, how do I want to feel today? And letting yourself be present versus saying, I'm just going to get through this and I'll be happy when I'm done. You know, because that's the, that's the temper tantrum inside of us that says, you know, this is bullshit and this is hell and I just got to get through it and then I'll be happy. Like you can get through it, but I can't guarantee you'll be happy when you're done. If you can't create happiness within, and maybe it's not creating happiness, it's not going all the way to happiness, but it's creating contentment. And it's creating a peace of mind. It's creating, it's just climbing the emotional scale and feeling just a little bit better, just a little bit better, just a little bit better. And a lot of this comes down to the thoughts you're thinking about yourself and others and the words that you're saying out loud. So be aware of how you are talking about yourself, how you are talking about your life. You know, what's the story you're telling? And try telling a different story and notice how you will feel differently, okay? All right, so thank you for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. If you know someone that needs to hear this, send it to them. Um, If you love this episode, send me a message on Instagram, let me know. And uh, if you want to join me, I'm doing a self-love workshop on June 30th, Wednesday. And we can be able to meditate together, do a little journaling. If you want some guidance, you know, of like what's the best way to meditate and journal? I don't believe there's one best way, but I can take us through a guided process of releasing worry and reconnecting to that sense of trust and peace and trusting in the timing of things and looking at the abundance mindset of there is enough. I am enough. Everything is happening for me. You know, what am I learning right now? And so all these different things, that's going to be what the workshop is about. So if you'd like to join, it's a free workshop. The link is in the bio. All right, you guys have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to Joyfully You podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will catch you on the next episode. Talk to you later.